Girl, lunch, I got married to a white girl. Are we live, but you're going to have to call. Toy, you're going to have to call back in. <laughs> Having some technical issues. Oh, there she go. I don't know if my internet is because of the storm. So I'm gonna try my phone. Okay. There we go. All right. All right, we're we live already. <laughs> All right. So it is Monday. We are back. Natural naked. This is Nicole. And Cabri. And we have with us today, you can introduce yourself, oh, ma'am. I'm Toya. <laughs> you want to say where you're from, your, your, um, your podcast? Sure. I am from, um, I have a pod, weekly podcast with a group of friends. It's called The Shop Podcast that airs every Wednesday at 6 p.m. And I'm also a friend of theirs. Yeah. I'm not just a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, before we get started, everybody knows how hot how hot topics go. We talk about some of the trending topics or some things that stood out to us the most. Um, before we do that, uh, we had posted that we had an announcement. So this year for um, Natural Nick, I wish I could... I wish I knew how to do the share screen thing. Oh, there it is. Yeah. I'll look at it later. But um, I wonder if it'll. Okay, no, I'm not gonna do it. But we are doing our ladies' night event this year at Black Swan. Um, the tickets and everything are on sale now. We have limited seating available. It is going to be a brunch, um, September the 18th. I will post the information on our page so you guys can get all of the details and all that good stuff. But um, we want everybody to, well, all the ladies to come out and enjoy Black Swan's brunch with us. Have you been to Black Swan yet, Toya? Um, I have. I went once. You went once. Did you like it? I did. It's one of the places I liked. <laughs> one of. I've been a whole bunch of times, but I haven't had their brunch before. So this will be a um, first. But I think their food and stuff is good. The atmosphere is good, too. Mm -hmm. So I think it'll be a, a cool time. So, again, we'll I'll post that stuff later tonight um, so everybody can see and get their tickets. All right. Well, when you're ready, ma'am. I'm sorry, I was giving a parent eye. So first topic, and this is just a few of the ones we actually came across. Um, the world was wilding over the last couple of weeks. So 
if you say it and it's a video, I'll, I'll put the things so you can hear. It. I I didn't get a chance to try to get the video into the stream, but okay. Uh, women only want a Russell Wilson after they have had fuck boys and or had babies by them. <laughs> All right, so I'll play the clip so y'all can hear it. Wilson is usually the women in their later 30s with kids by other men. Exactly. And now, and they after they ran through all the fuckboys, so now they got all that trauma. Now they want a Russell Wilson. When y'all was avoiding him, y'all whole prime years. I agree, because one thing I say to myself all the time, I wish in my 20s I dated way more. Instead of trying to find somebody to settle down with and have a kid with, then you realize that's not that person. You should have been dating in your 20s, like your parents say, enjoy your I'm life. And then when you get to your 30, the age 30, then you could be like, all right, yeah. I want to settle down with this person. So that is definitely true. Did you hear it, Toya? Uh-huh. I heard it. Okay. Toya, we're going to let you go first. Okay. Um, I think it's somewhat true. I agree. Um, but it's somewhat true. And more so, I'll say what she said was true. I think that um, from my personal experience, I was trying to settle down in my 20s. Um, I always say the the blame that I have in all my past relationships was that I tried to make people settle down that weren't ready to settle down. Um, and I, you know, I got pregnant by somebody who, you know, I'm not going to call him an F boy or anything like that, but, um, that probably I'm just thankful I have my baby that's all I can say about him um but I had that was me taking the risk like I, this was somebody introduced me to him it was like he's different try this guy because I have always dated church guys that are like quiet and uh calm and not in the streets and things like that and the one time I tried it differently I got pregnant and it didn't work out. And I always say that Marlon is my Russell Wilson and that I appreciate the man that he is. But um, I think a lot of it, she was right. It was because I was trying to settle down in my 20s. I agree. Not everything you just said. <laughs> and still married till I was 30. Uh. I said, and still didn't get married till I was in my 30s. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you did wait. Because, you know, yeah. I do. Yeah. Well, yeah, I agree. What you think? You said you feel attacked. Just because I'm in my, you know, late 30s. <laughs> in my late 30s, who, you know, I have a child with someone um, that it didn't work out. But I think this is a multi-layered um, conversation because it's just not about, you know, dealing with F-boys because there could be young men who wanted, you know, wanted to settle down, but then they came across a hoe. I think it is, you know, a maturity thing. It is where you're at and what you want, what you're giving, what you're around. Um, I actually heard something earlier today where the person was like, um, you know, they wanted to settle down, but they had to conform to the environment that they were in, which is, you know, the college environment. And then you're, you know, freshman, sophomore, maybe into your junior year, you getting acclimated to the college life. You know, there are people there. You're going to come across more people who want to just have fun and nothing serious. 
more than you are going to come across people who want to settle down in that age bracket in that environment. Now, you do have your one-offs who, you know, depending on what your background is, you have your family who's, you know, teaching you how to date properly. You know, we look at the white community and they, they marry young. There's like 25-year-olds married, two kids living, you know, the quote-unquote American dream. They've been taught that. There's a generational um, disconnect because we, a lot of us haven't been taught that. So I don't necessarily want to say that it's, you know, now that I'm older, I want to settle down because I've always had the spirit of wanting to settle down. I, I never wanted to just be out here dating, seeing what's out there, getting my feet wet. No, I, I knew what I wanted, right? But, but you can also have conversations with people letting letting them know what you want. And it can seeming it can seem like they're on the same page as you. And then they wake up one day and then they're not. So I don't think that it's just a one answer fits this this conversation. I think that it is multi-layered. Um I don't subscribe to it because I never wanted to, I was never the one to just be out here dating wild or, you know, just having encounters with people. That was never my, my forte. So I think it depends on the person, the people, your environment. It's a lot that goes into that, but I, I think that there is some validity to the statement though. I, say that. I think it might be generational too. Like that comment is probably what, based on what they're seeing now, more days. So you probably see more people or women, whatever, getting into situations with, you know, people who aren't really beneficial or that good for them, I'll say. So maybe it's a generational thing as well. Because I think when we were all younger, yeah, we did do whatever, but we had that goal in mind for what we wanted. We knew what we wanted. We just kind of, you know, got caught up or whatever, but I don't know. All right. Anesthesiologist caught raping pregnant woman during C-section. This pissed Did you me see that off. Video? Ooh, this pissed me off. I saw it. It's the crazy. I don't understand so many things about that. So, it's all right. So, I'll, I'll, I'll go first since you went first. <laughs> First, so I've never had a C-section before, so I don't even know what happens. Because I, I thought that you were awake, awake but then no. I was reading that he like overdosed her. So was it like, did you have the intention to do it? Yeah, because and, he did it to multiple people before. And then the person that was recording it, why didn't you stop him? Like, why didn't you come in the room and say, hey, he's doing something wrong? Like, why would you keep recording it? And then that's just sick. Like, what are you getting out of that? Like, what? He's a rapist. <laughs> he is a certified rapist. You're literally overdosing these women to the point where they can't, they are incapacitated and you're sticking your, your nasty junk in their mouths. Right. Now... You can look at his body language and tell he's doing some sneaky sh stuff. Mm -hmm. He was not right. And I just, women have it so, 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 so difficult. We just, no matter where we turn, we getting the shit slept out of us. 
Now I can't even come into a safe space to have my child without you violating me. I was disgusted with this person. Yeah. And where was... Now, don't know this woman's situation, but aren't you allowed a person... You're the person in the room with you. Where was her plus one? Maybe she didn't have one. You know, Jesus. That, happens, that happens a lot. So I watched a video a while, um, not a while ago, but like sometime earlier last week. And I forgot the details, but somebody told me that there are other people in the room. So that confuses me. Like you said, the person who's recording it. Because I can't imagine that it's just like a camera that's in there because then you know you're being recorded. Mm -hmm. um, and then I did have a C-section. I had um, my mother and my daughter's father in the room with me. Um, and you're right, I was woke. Some I have heard people say that they can fall asleep during it, but I wanted to know what was going on. So I wasn't going to allow myself to fall asleep anyway. But I was just like, there are doctors in there, nurses in there. I think I was only with um, someone by myself once. And that was when the nurse took me in the room. Um, and someone came in to give me the epidural. I think the only person I ever was alone with was the nurse. So I don't understand how they play so fast and loose wherever they were that there's nobody to catch or stop. I want to say they were in Brazil. They weren't in the States, I don't believe. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't think that they were in the States. Um, but even when you're having a vaginal birth, you're not in there by yourself with just one person. Even in triage, you're not by yourself with just one person. So but I guess their rules are different. Yeah, and I don't know. But that's kind of, that's like the guy, it's a... um. It's a show, not a show. I think it's like a series or something. Not a series, but Netflix. It was a documentary of the guy who um he was do he was in the in vitro doctor given yeah instead of using the husband's sperm he was putting his sperm in the women so he had all these children all over the place and they started linking up and then 96. they found out what um what he was doing and he didn't even really get um reprimanded for it. I think. Like once it became a big thing, I think they sent him to jail, but then he had got like right back out again. And he tried to say that um, that this is something that God allowed to happen or something like that. Like he helped for them to get here. Something that's like that. But you had like the fathers on there who are finding out at, with the children at age like 35, 40, that that's not even your child from this sicko doing whatever it is that he was doing while he was in, you know, in there. And then even with that, I thought that the husband or whoever your, the person is that's with you is supposed to be in the room because that's when, you know, they're doing everything as far as putting the sperm and stuff in. So I was, I, that was very confusing to me. Like he had, I want to say it had to be over 30 or 40 the said children. At the end, where like the credits was rolling, ninety six, ninety six and counting. Well, for That's him, he probably was switching, like, cause they got to give their specimen. So I'm thinking at some point he was probably switching. This actually, I ain't watched the documentary, so I don't know how he got these women pregnant. Never mind. I'm. I am. He I, was switching it. He was. He was. So he. They said 
I don't know how they know. I don't know. I don't think he admitted to this, but they said that um, he was like doing his little thing before he went in and then and then did it. So that's like that's like so you getting off before you go in to work on somebody. Then you go in there to work on them, put your stuff in them and then send them on about their business. And it seemed like he did not care. He didn't want to have he didn't want to meet none of the children. He didn't no, he, care. Remember, he was threatening them. Yeah. He slashed one of the girl's tires. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, like, that, that was totally avoidable. Why would you get mad at them? Because you he wanted her not. to stop. She was going to news outlets, posting stuff on social media. He wanted her to ignore what she had found. He wanted her to stop broadcasting the story. Um... It was crazy. And then I think he just got like a, a, on top of maybe the jail time he served, I think he got a fine of like $500. Yeah, but he got out. He didn't um, serve the whole time. And he, I think they took his license. That was it. I hope they did. Was this in America or somewhere else? Yeah. Yeah, this was in the States. I feel like it oh. was like not too far like Virginia. Or something. Oh, <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I could be lying. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Management positions are for men, not women, because women do not know how to handle power. All right, so I'm going to play the clip. I'm not going to play the whole thing because she be going off, but I'm going to just play. Literally going to say this as nicely as I can. If you are a woman and you are saying you, you have a dream job, you are a special type of stupid. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because I don't dream of working. I don't dream of having a job. And you know what? It used to be a point in time where women didn't have to work. All they had to do was do their husband's laundry and make him dinner and have sex with him every once in a while. And they didn't have to work. But now guess what? Women do have to work. And that's the problem with this society right now. But you know what? I'm going to add my little two cents to it. And here we go. Management positions are for men. Women should not be in management positions because women do not know how to handle power. As if this is a big shocker. Men were created to be in positions of power. Men were created to lead. Women were created to follow. Men are smarter than women. Men are stronger than women. Why is this such a big shocker in today's day and age? Every time I look on TV, women have been upgraded to all of these new fancy positions. You got women out here, they want to be captains of ships. They want to be uh, police officers and firefighters. <laughs> That's so stupid. If I'm ever in need of some sort of help, do not send a female police officer to my door. Do not come to my house. If you are a female firefighter, do not come to my house. Period. And I'm on record saying that every time I see a woman in a position of authority, I think two things. She's in over her head and she doesn't know what she's doing. And why would I want a female firefighter or a female police officer showing up to my house? Might as well just send the man. Didn't nobody tell y'all to apply for these jobs? You know that that stuff is too heavy for you guys to lug up all of those stairs. <laughs> Why would I have a woman try to defend me on my behalf? If I call the police, if I call 911, I want the biggest, strongest man on the police force to come to my door. I don't want some woman. Do not send a woman <laughs> to my house. I don't care if she's six feet tall. Stay where you are. 
She keep going. <laughs> this is hilarious. I feel that was so fun. I laughed. That was I laughed. It was a lot. I laughed. Uh, and this, then when you make the comment, people be like, "Girl, go sit down somewhere and keep folding them clothes." Right. <laughs> um, it is my sincerest hope. I won't say prayer because I won't put that on God. But it is my sincerest hope that they only send women to her burning house so that it burns down on her. And that when her husband is beating on her, which somebody had to beat that logic into her, um, <laughs> that the man comes and supports what her husband is doing because that's often not off. That's quite a bit what um, officers do allow it to happen if there's no evidence or bruising. So good luck. Yeah, I hope she don't have rape and rob you. I hope she don't have any daughters because I like. That's like, oh, what? So you you tell your daughter, you know what? That's kind of like the um, is the I don't mean to sound how I'm about to sound, but the Amish are they like that? Like with their um, like with their the way that they have their daughters, they make them, they make them be um, they keep them in the house, right? Like her her person, her perspective. It was funny to me. So she she seems to be, I don't know, brainwashed. I don't know who did that to her. I wonder who her husband is. It'd be funny if her husband is a, a Caucasian man or something like that. The gag is she holds, I don't know this, but I'm just flipping the script. The gag is she holds this powerful position and she's sick of it. She don't want to do it no more. <laughs> and she mad. <laughs> My, uh, uh, why y'all do this to me? I wanted to just stay at home and just have these babies, and y'all want to be out here. Doing now I gotta go out here. Now y'all done raised the ball, and now I gotta go out here and I gotta work. And now they want to make me a manager. And it's all your fault. Did she say she was married? She didn't. Because what I find funny, I always tell people, um, don't take advice from clickbait. Because a lot of these people who give out all this advice about what women should do and what women shouldn't do and how you should be a good woman don't have a man. <laughs> and I'd be like, all that advice and you still single? And you still single. Sit like, I can do what I'm doing then to be single. And if I got to work, if I don't have um, a husband too, because don't get me wrong, if Marlon come home and tell me I ain't got work, is a strong possibility I'm putting my notice in. But um, if I got to work, am I supposed to work for minimum wage? Am I supposed to say, no, I know I have more experience than my male counterpart, but only a male should be in management. No, go somewhere with that. Right. 
Or what happens if, like, the worst happens to her and she is married and she go through a divorce and she got to move back in with her parents? Then what? So it's, you just... It's what I wish for her. <laughs> <laughs> Toya. I wish all the worst. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I just want her to understand. Toya, like this bimbo. <laughs> Sometimes you don't understand unless you go through it. So she I just want someone who was qualified to do the job. Right. Now, this is a situation where, and this thought just popped in my head. Unfortunately, the world has experienced another mass shooting at a school in Texas at Uvalde where there were 19 children murdered and two teachers. All of these videos are starting to come out showing these police officers respond. All of the police officers that responded were men and did nothing. I was about to say, or their lack of response. Correct. I think, didn't the chief of police go pick up his child? Several of the officers went and picked up their children. Yeah, so. So, to her point, you can't even rely, and this is just me responding to this. This is not my, like, my logic. But to her, her comments, you can't even really rely on the man to respond the way that you want them to under duress. Right. So, (laughs) her point is mute. She doesn't make any sense. <laughs> she is brainwashed, or she let's look at Donald Biden. Trump who had who was running the country. Let's look at Biden. <laughs> look at all the shit we're going through because of this man and because of this. <laughs> <laughs> we're not ever gonna go down that oh, road because <laughs> she's simple. This is simple. Oh, gosh. We All can right. call her Simple Sally. Simple Sally. <laughs> simple Sally. That was a mess. That was hilarious. All right. So the next one says, men have it easier because women have to be more attractive than men. Standards and first books are what matters to get men's attention. So here's the clip. I want you to read that again. Y'all don't. You could be a two out of ten, but be rich. And now you're going to pull some of the most attractive women, women ever. So men have it easier? When it comes to like standards and off of first look? She really what? Said she, what? She, said, she must be around a certain kind of guy. She's not around the everyday. Oh no. Y'all are crazy. Guy. Y'all are crazy. Women have to look top notch to get y'all's attention. Y'all could just have money. You could be in a strip club. <laughs> That's or... not cap. That is not cap. <laughs> like y'all have it easier. I'm going to go live. All right, wait a minute. Tori, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. All right, hold on. Um, Cabri wants to go live. I'm going to go live on this question. But I'm about to see if I can share it. So I'm about to share my screen real quick. Toya, tell me if you can see this. Hold mm-hmm. on. Okay. Can you see my screen? No. And I can't see it. Y'all don't. I'm oh, you can't see nothing? I can't see it on our actual screen. And I'm watching from my iPad and I can't see it. Okay. Oh, wait. I don't think I pushed share. Maybe that's why. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> Is it share? Um, I don't see it. 
Cohesion. Oh, okay. All right. Never mind. Um, all right. You want to do it again? Want me to play it again? No, go ahead. You, um, you can go ahead and start. But when people join out, um, like y'all have it easier because women have to be attractive. Y'all don't. You could be a two out of ten, but be rich, and now you're gonna pull some of the most attractive women, women ever. So men have it easier when it comes to like standards and also first look. She really what? She, what? She, she, she must be around certain kind of guys. She's not around the everyday. Oh no, y'all are crazy. Y'all are crazy. Women have to look top notch to get y'all's attention. Y'all could just have money. You could be in a strip club. That's so cute. That is not cap. <laughs> like y'all have it easier because. All right, so I don't know if that's true. Maybe she feels like she got to do all those things to to get attention. I don't know. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's necessarily true. I don't know. Maybe that's because of where I'm at in life. I, I don't know. She said men have it easier. She said men have it easier because men, women have to be more attractive than men. Standards, first looks are what matters to get men's attention. I don't think that's true either. Men will go out here and go after something and their face could look like, Oh my gosh, like a mess. But if the body looks all right, they okay. Like it don't, I don't think, I don't know. I think that might be a different conversation for like a man looking for their wife, like the person they're going to be with for the rest of their life. Then they may change and step into um, the standards and the first looks and things like that. But I think like, on a regular basis, I think if you create that life for yourself where you feel like you have to be did up all the time and you feel like that gets you attention, then that's what you're going to believe. Um, I also think um, something that the guy said, I don't know who it was, but he said something about she must be around a different type of guy. Um, I think maybe um, richer, uglier guys can pull like the baddest women because like I, I don't think I would go after Michael Blackston. That's not my cup of tea. Or um but, flavor flame. <laughs> yeah, but you know some people with money they can go ahead and get away with it. If he flew you out on his show, if Flavor Flav flew you out on his show mm -hmm. and gave you two million dollars mm -hmm. just to be on the show and do the stuff that he wants Mm -mm. You wouldn't do it. Look at Toya. My acting career. <laughs> you said two million. I'm gonna be like, well, do I gotta do anything? Am I just yeah, showing up? He be on there. And he when he go on a date, he gonna like, give you a kiss, and he be like this. <laughs> I can go for a kiss. One of these is an acting job. I feel like it's an acting job. So, like, lips, lips, like oh, <laughs> I'm gonna walk away thinking my lip. I got like a bum bump. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, oh my, oh, my gosh! No, but yeah, oh. what do you, what do you, what are you saying? What do you think? What, <laughs> what you think? Can, we, can we dissect this though? What's the? Where do we draw the line at? If you were offered money, and who like who the person would be if they were not attractive? Like, where is the line? And how much money does it have to be? Well, Nicole offered up $2 million, so I'm going to go see Flavor Flav for $2 million. 
But what's the lot like? What are you doing for two million dollars? Um. Well, I'm only going to <laughs> the max that I can do is kiss a person because I'm not signing up for porn. Hmm. So there are limits to regular acting. Um, and those are the guidelines I'm operating within. You know, now, I, would, I think I would try to create a twin <laughs> and send her instead. Create one? <laughs> I do it with like a mask over my head. Put a brown paper bag over my head. Or something. <laughs> see, I ain't going to see the paper bag because then I got to be like New York and I got to spend, I got to take the two million and spend a career from this. How many people to know who I am? That is true. Girl, yeah, you about true. to shun yourself already. Well, you can't even say that because Hoop was dating Shaq. So mm-hmm. Hoop, Hoop was dating who? Hoop was Hoop was dating Shaq. The last thing I think it came down to Hoops in New York. Yeah. Shaq, 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 Shaq. Shiny was married to him. You think he wasn't? No, I'm just saying because I had said, um, told you about the shun herself in the industry. Oh, oh, oh. but that's not necessarily true because Hoops, who was on Flavor of Love, Mm -hmm. ended up dating Shaq. But Hoops was very pretty. She was won, right? Huh? Did she win? She won because New York got a spinoff from it because he didn't pick her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think she did, right? Delicious Mary. Delicious Mary the guys from um, the Central Park Five. No, yeah, that was... That was now, delicious. Yeah. yeah, but she was also on Flavor of Love. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think they're getting a divorce now. But she did. Yeah. That I don't know, crazy. Toya. You might make out. I'm telling you. I mean, I can't do it now because I'm happily married. I won't sacrifice my marriage for it. But 20, Toya? When I sacrifice my um my integrity. Did you say oh? <laughs> what a sacrifice. Oh man. I might not tell nobody until it come out. <laughs> you said oh, I'm like, I will be sitting on my neck while everybody's talking about me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Don't ask me for no money, though. Judge me all you want. He who is without sin cast the first stone. Exactly. That's just <laughs> like when they ask, it's ma- mainly men, but when they be like, how do you play a gay person? And I heard one of them say, when you see my check, you see how I play it. Uh, now, does that, I wonder if that opens the door to them wanting to experience something outside of getting that paycheck. I think if that makes them want to try it, they already wanted to try it. It's a good question. They just didn't have the opportunity before. But if they sitting there on the set, because I always hear actors say, when you do sex scenes, it's not like you really um, in an intimate setting where you really getting off on it. It's like 40 or 50, 40 people in the room with you. Yeah. Everybody, they like, no, you got to position yourself this way. You got to do that. You got to turn your head this way. So if you went through that experience and was like, you know what? I think I do want to suck a dick. <laughs> then you already wanted to. <laughs> my thoughts Here, let me ask y'all a question <laughs> <laughs> 
Terrence and Marlon about to beat my ass. If your person, let's just say your person, if your person came to you and said they wanted to do a threesome, but with another man, what would y'all do? I was about to say, why would you say they beat you? They would beat you as but just <laughs> another man. <laughs> what would y'all do? Yeah. Unless they go okay, okay, a glizzy party. <laughs> Marlon's probably like, get her off the thing. I always. <laughs> um, do y'all uh, follow Deval and his wife? Yes, I who, love them. They, who, the Ellis's. Just say names. I think that's the people I'm thinking about. But the wife just did a series of like clips about their, you know, different things. Uh, most of it was the marriage. I think that's the people I'm talking about. And, um, she was very like, I never want to make my husband feel uncomfortable. I don't want to be controlling. I don't. So I have a mindset where I want my husband to be able to come to me and feel comfortable with sharing anything he has and knows that I'm the person he can trust. But I probably would divorce him. <laughs> so I hope he's not watching because then he's not going to feel comfortable telling me anything. <laughs> I think he felt comfortable telling you stuff, just not. That day, but like if I ended, even if it wasn't Marlon about to join, Marlon about to join the thing. He just gonna pop up because <laughs> he, he said to me, "I said I'm gonna be on natural naked today." He said, "Oh, so I'm gonna be on there too?" I said, "No, yeah. they invited me, but he's also working." <laughs> so I don't know why he's working from home. No, he does um driver's ed. Oh, so he he is in the car right now. So hopefully he's not about to tell that person, pull over. Hopefully he's not. She said, what? (laughs) But I do. I I truly, honestly want my husband to feel like outside of God, I'm the safest place that he can come and that he can tell me anything that he's feeling. That's a show. (laughs) I don't know. Y'all need to have it. Y'all need to have it or we need to have it. That's a show. Because I feel like they not going to do that. <laughs> I mean, he, he runs the risk. I'm not saying that I'm going to be okay with it. I'm not saying that I can stay. But I genuinely want us to feel like we can come to each other with anything. So if that's what you want, then I want you to be able to tell me. Because the other thing is, it's a lot of things you can tell me that you want. It don't mean you're going to get it. You, do you watch P-Valley? I do. So this is how we can tell if that's if this that is something that they want. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Remember the episode where what's his face and his um long-term friend got friendly. <laughs> oh, this the thing that, that they was talking about. And they okay with what they watching. Then I don't know. He doesn't watch it though. Well, have him sit there. He oh, get up he watch, like oh. They be coming out and watch this episode with me. <laughs> he started doing that. He was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> that was a lot. That that Lil episode D- was a lot. I think it was Lil Duval that had came out and said, "P Valley has lost a um a fan because of this." <laughs> and then that one of the writers for that episode was like, "Well, go watch another show because we don't care." Right. <laughs> and and that ain't. Go I ahead. agree with the writer. Like, if you didn't see the writing on the wall from season one, mm-hmm. that's your fault. Look, look at the person. 
what's his name? Uncle Charlie? Uncle Charles? What's his name? Uncle Clifford. Look at him. One of the main characters. You mean to tell me that what was not going to be something that they side know? I didn't know he could swing on the pole like that. I said I oh, was surprised too. <laughs> I said, well, damn. <laughs> they so talented. Because the only thing I can do is walk around the pole. You only, only thing you can do is what? Walk around the pole. <laughs> I can't I can even swing pole and swing because I'm a fall. I can swing around. I can't I'm, even. I'm like this far from the ground. This this much. I can't climb up. At the uh, they're gonna do us like they did the girl. Like Put it behind the bar over there. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even gonna get working the bar. They're gonna be like, you know what? Sit in the audience or go home. <laughs> you <laughs> help us breathe, these women. Oh you help God. us breathe. But um, I the viewers that they lost are the viewers who were just there to see women shake their behinds and show their titties. Because right. if you watch the show and watch the plot of the show, I was like, you had to see this coming. Yeah. So, and they ain't sweating that, uh, uh, whatever. They ain't going back and forth with him. That's what I'm going to say. No. Right. Don't watch. Okay. So, wait. That, oh, you go ahead. You're in. Um, this one is abortion law over the overturning of Roe versus Wade. And the real reason. Do you know who Jane Elliott is? I do not. She <laughs> is a, a. I think she's like a white history teacher, but she teaches from like the mind of a black person. Right. Yeah, listen to her. I'm gonna play it. If you don't understand the destruction of Planned Parenthood uh, offices. And you don't understand the wall that we're going to build on the southern border of the United States. You haven't read the book, The Birth Dearth by Ben Wattenberg. Ben Wattenberg was a brilliant Jewish man who was a member of the American Enterprise Institute. And he wrote a book, the first paragraph of which says, the main problem confronting the United States today is there aren't enough white babies being born in this country. He was an advisor to presidents of the United States. He wrote the book in 1987. He says there are, if we don't change this and change it rapidly, White people will lose their numerical majority in this country, and this will no longer be a white man's land. Now, I'm not misrepresenting this. I'm telling you exactly, almost exactly what he says. He says there are three things we can do to solve this. Number one, we could pay women to have babies, as they have been doing in Western European nations for years. Then he says, and these are his words, not mine. Unfortunately, we would have to pay women of all colors to have babies, so we don't want to do that. He says the second thing we could do is increase the number of legal immigrants that are allowed into this country every year. Then once again, he says, unfortunately, the vast majority of those wanting to come to this country today are people of color. So we don't want to do that. The third thing he says, and white men, women had better pay attention to this. 60% of the fetuses that are aborted every year are white. If we could keep that 60% alive, that would solve our birth dearth. Does that sound like racism to you? Can you talk a little bit about the trauma associated with the oh. trauma associated with it? Yeah. One of the main traumas is it tells white people that they are superior because of the lack of melanin in their skin. And then they find out suddenly that we've got a black president. That's traumatic. That's where their trauma is. Living a lie, finding out the truth is traumatic. Finding out now recently that within 30 years, white people will be in the numerical minority in this country is going to be traumatic. 
white people are scared to death right now, particularly white males. They're scared to death that they are going to lose their power in the future. And they are. But if you want to get ready for the future, if you want to be treated well in the future, treat others well in the present. What we do in the present constructs the future. If you don't understand the destruction of Planned Parenthood. That was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot. Um, I watched the video right after the uh, decision to overturn Roe versus Wade, and I don't know who the woman was, but she was standing with Donald Trump and thanked him for helping to preserve white lives. It's so She's a stupid. sitting senator. <clears throat> She's a sitting senator. Just because you're white having an abortion doesn't mean that the baby that was coming out of you was white. Or that it won't be a shitty um, mass murder. Right? Like, so I think it's, I don't think that that makes sense at all. You're just assuming, oh, it's a white woman going to have an abortion and the baby's going to be a white baby. No, it that that's not always the case. You got so many scenarios that are happening. Like, that, that, that just doesn't make sense to me. So, okay, let's stop everybody from getting abortions now. So now you're going to see how many mixed babies are really about to be mm -hmm. born. And I do agree with what she said as far as um, the Caucasians being the minority, um, even within the agency that I work for now. I don't see that many Caucasian men in high positions. I see it getting less and less. So um, I do see... Like that, I do believe that there's going to be a possibility that it's going to switch and it's they're going to be the minority if it's not happening already. But the whole thing behind doing all this to stop white women from having abortions and so that more white children will be born it's blasphemy. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I am. <laughs> Nope. Um, nope. I agree with what she said. I also believe in terms of because um, the statistics you say that there are more white women that get abortions, but also when it comes to percent. Um, <laughs> okay, you sound like a Trump. To minorities trying to keep them from getting abortions. Get abortions. They also want to make low-income people continue to have children so that they can separate, um, keep a bigger distance between um, uh, the income structures. Uh, what is it? Middle class, upper class, and lower class because they still need somebody to take those lower jobs that they don't want their white people, their white children to have to work mm -hmm. in hotels or to work in food service and things like that. So y'all want to start our own country? Y'all want to just find some uncharted land and start as long building. As we don't pull a Columbus thing. Huh? I said as long as we don't pull a Columbus and find some land that's already taken. No, that's what I'm saying. Un uninhabited land, <laughs> land that ain't been touched, land that they don't they don't even know what's there. <laughs> we can go be what is it called? Um, <clears throat> We, we can go be adventurers and go find somewhere else to live. They will overturn the emancipation because then they're going to have to go find people 
to still work this land. It's just not. We will work our own land. No, what I'm saying is they're going to go back to what they were doing. They're going to oh. find someone to kidnap. And this is the thing. <laughs> and I mean this with all sincerity. I've I seen this, this saying and it resonated so heavily with me. We are the grandchildren of the slaves that y'all could not kill. We are not the ones that you were able to manipulate. We fight back. We talk back. <laughs> lady that's the news reporter and she has like a country accent. She got like blonde hair. Um, she speaks like it's a white woman. Yes, yeah, a white woman. I feel like and like whenever she starts saying something and she's like firm about it, she does what she just did and lean into the thing and she's like, We are one and we are not going to put up with your <laughs> I feel like that's what she just did. <laughs> hey. However, I gotta get my point across. <laughs> um, did y'all ever watch? This is a wild question. Did y'all ever watch Will and Grace? Yes. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, so you know how Karen Walker had her nemesis, Beverly Leslie. Yes. Short white man. That's what that woman looked like, though. <laughs> I was well, like, look at Leslie. I'll do that. Will and Grace was my show. I liked Will and Grace. They looked like Beverly Leslie. Oh, that was my favorite show. Mm -hmm. Okay, this one says men will marry the girl that worked at Wendy's over the girl with all the degrees in a good career. Here's the clip for that. About women, well, we we go after our careers so much. By the time we look up, we single. We got all these degrees. We got every degree. We got a PhD, and all we got is a DOG and no MAN. And no MAN, right? But the man, he can go out and get all of those credentials and do that because here's what it is, Delvin and Justin. At the end of the day, <laughs> the, choice. the man make the choice. Isn't it the woman that chooses the man who chooses mm -mm, the woman? Mm -mm. Men decide when we're going to get married. We could do all of this. Yes, we could get every degree and we can find the men that we may like. But at the same time, if he ain't pulling the trigger, it don't matter. It don't matter what you, and, 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 and ladies, let me just break this down to you. And this is some of my friends, some of my, I'm not going to go there, people that I know. We got every degree. Don't no man care about that because he ain't going to marry the girl that work at Wendy's because she paid attention to him while we paying attention to our degrees and our tip. There you go. The dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and he was agreeing with her. You all think that's true? I bet he's not married to some woman from Wendy's, though. <laughs> Everybody does not have a Cinderella story saying, I worked at McDonald's or I was a cocktail waitress at a strip club and he married me. Let's not let's not feed into those lies. Those are fairy tales. No. And we'll live in them. I don't know too many women that are married that met him while she was working the cash register at Wendy's. The majority, vast majority of the women I know that are married have degrees. Yeah. Me too. So, again, yeah. these be these clickbait people. Right. And the, the kind of women that I think that we hang around, they're not the who who they do marry their their spouses or the people that they're dating. They all seem to want 
like though they have those standards a little bit like want to see that you are doing something not you know and even if you do even if you do work at Wendy's I'm not saying that it's bad but I don't think that I don't know like you said I think it's just one of those catch bait things I think it could also too be a situation where you feel like this person who has all the all of the degrees who have you know a <laughs> higher paying job or what have you you can't necessarily manipulate them into doing what you want them to do you can't necessarily control them the way that you would want to control them versus having someone who hasn't necessarily acquired those things yet there's still you know a, there's a the term grooming would come into play absolutely right so i think that that is kind of where they're going oh michael max the water what's up my brother how how your friend give your spouse a better greeting than she gives you <laughs> First of all, we're not gonna do that because sis walked down the stairs. And I was like, "Are you okay?" I was doing business. <laughs> See this? <laughs> my best friend. This is my bestest. Hi, honey. Is that Layla? It is. Yeah. Hi, Layla. <laughs> I can see on my phone. Oh, y'all look like dots. I had to guess with that. Wow. Wait, mom, mom, did my package come? Oh, look upstairs on my desk. Bye, girl. Bye. I'm sorry to interrupt. What's up, Mom? <laughs> that was a welcome interruption. <laughs> yes, always. Masalikum salam. Tell Terrence I said hi. What's that? Him? Well, you said hi. What's up? He said, "What's up, dear?" <laughs> I'm not doing this. This is not. This is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bye, guys. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um. Back to the subject. Um, yes. Also, with her, I want to know, does she have a man? Um, she may feel like she has a couple degrees and she's still single. And that's why that's not the case. Because You know I, what happened? You know what happened to her? Everybody that she was um, dating and thought she was going to marry, they dumped her. And then she found out that they got, they dated and married somebody that worked at Wendy's. Worked so at would Wendy's. that be considered dating down? <clears throat> In her opinion, that would be dating down, now right? she upset. But in she, their opinion, they found someone to. She said, oh, "Y'all make me do all this work." And I'm not saying it's anything yeah. wrong with a guy going to Wendy's and saying, "Oh my gosh, she's so beautiful and she was so nice. She actually gave me some extra fries. I want to take her out on a date." I'm not saying there's a problem with that. I'm saying it's not reality, because also I, I'll be honest. I hang in the circles that I hang in, so I'm not really hanging out with too many people that run Fortune 500 companies or play in the NBA or things like that. So the circles that I run in, they don't want somebody to work at Mc, uh, Wendy's because we can't afford that. <laughs> They're going to be like, you might as well stay home if you're going to work at Wendy's and not have a child because we can't afford that. So again, but you know, to each yeah. of to each its own. I also call them pick me girls because they say all the stuff that guys uh, are saying in their head that's not realistic. What do they call? 
pick me girls. Pick me, pick me. Girl. You see how you get picked. But they, you see how he was sitting there agreeing with her. Yeah, that's but he for damn sure ain't married nobody that work at Wendy's. Oh. That's just like all the trash that Kevin Samuels uh, used to talk. Rest in peace. I uh, know. Rest. In, I about to say, come on, Toy. Don't, don't. But he wasn't. He wasn't dating the women that he was talking about. He was it's not. Clickbait. But people who are just random normal people who uh, some of them ain't got a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of are sitting there taking this as Bible. Good luck with that. Yeah. Mm -mm. All right. After this one, we're calling it a, a wrap. You got yeah, one tomorrow. Okay. I yeah. trust my spouse to lead me the right way. He has the final word and I listen. So here's the clip. My husband is the head of the household. My husband is the man of the house. My husband makes the final decision. Yes, he allows me to do what I need to do, what I want to do. But if he decides that I don't need to do something, I don't do that. And not because he controls me or I'm weak or whatever. No, it's about I trust him. I, I trust that he has the power to make the right decision. And that's why I married him. If I didn't think that he could lead me the right way, he wouldn't be my husband. So I know there's a lot of independent women out there that don't need a man or whatever. But if you got a man, let him be a man. Because if you don't, don't complain when he's not leading and he's not providing and he's not being the man that you won't allow him to be. Hear me. Hear me. <laughs> that thing turns that bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> oh, did he say bullshit or bullshit? I don't know if he said bullshit or bullshit. <laughs> Look at Toya. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> probably don't. So she probably what? She probably don't work. <laughs> so some in some relationships, because my mother didn't work. But uh in some relationships, you know. You guys shut the fuck up when <laughs> all when you don't provide anything outside of the house. Um, I I'm not saying that I don't allow my husband to lead or anything like that, but I and this is just me. I always say what works for my marriage works for mine. Doesn't mean it has to work for everybody else's. I can't allow you to lead me down a street that I know we're gonna get shot on. Just because you're the man of the house. But what I try to do is to um, have discussions. Make sure we're on the same page. I can trust my husband to make decisions because I know my husband knows me. I know that my husband wouldn't put us in jeopardy. And I know he's also going to confide in me. Like I said, I try to be that safe space for him. So he ain't going to talk to his homeboys and just be like, I'm going to jump out the window on this decision. But he's going to talk to me. And then I trust that he can make the best decision or that he trusts that I will make the decision. One thing I don't suggest women do is let him lead 100% and you don't know what's going on. And I'm not saying just in case he leave you. But one thing we're promised is that we're not meant to be on this earth forever. The last thing you want to do is your husband die and you don't know what the hell to do in life. Because you done just sat there like a mouse. And that yeah. actually happened to someone that I know. 
What'd you say? I said she did that for clickbait. That, I'm sorry. I don't. I tell people all the time: don't take advice from social media. Clickbait. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that because she she been in left, turned the camera off, and I'm like, "What'd you say, honey?" <laughs> no, I'm going to the. I'm going here. Don't tell. No, she's doing the opposite. Oh. She. He said, "I said don't do it." He said, "I said take them eyelashes off." She said, "No, I'm putting these eyelashes on." <laughs> what if he told you don't? Yeah, put Feeling stuff on your eyebrow. <laughs> what if I said, "Don't put that beard darkener on"? What if I said that? <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't matter because he's a dark. Shit. <laughs> Just kidding. But I do feel like you know. I agree with Toya. Me. While I don't have you know a man in my house. I would want to be able to trust that he's going to lead us in the right direction with having conversations. Still come to me and talk to me. And then whatever we discuss, whatever the options are, you let me know what the final you mm -hmm. know, decision is so that I can be aware. Just so that I, I know, not that you know you are keeping things from me and this is just your ship and I'm I'm here to serve you. We, this is a partnership and in partnerships, you don't make decisions without the other person being aware and then saying, well, maybe we should do it this way. And then you finding a compromise to get to the same end goal that you both want to get to. I agree. I agree. Sounding like that. You heard a tweet. <laughs> What'd she say? She wonder why she's single. Ah! Sounding, Sounding like that. How she sound. <laughs> ah. I, but I, I do think it's better to have discussions and then be, here go to work, submissive enough to just say, okay, we talked about it. Here are all the options. And just he's going to make the right decision. And I then, feel like if I didn't know you, if I didn't know you, I feel like you would be someone that has plan B and C in line just in case plan A don't oh, work. Oh, he's going to get a PowerPoint presentation. Ah. <laughs> I'm going to figure out some way to make this work for me. You want to get a PowerPoint presentation, I, right turn, and a diagram and a flow chart, and and you, when you get in your car, when you pull a thing down, it's gonna be an envelope that got another PowerPoint presentation in it. But this is paper. The directions on how to get to the end result. Yeah, make a left, make a right, bust that U-turn, a hundred meters down the street is where you need to be at. Yeah, but I, I I do believe that that it is important to allow. I don't. I don't like saying allow because it seems like we're letting give them something the space happen. to do it. Yes, I'll give them that space to be a provider, be a leader, and all that other stuff. But you, you, kind of have a, you kind of have to have a good track record. Mm -hmm. you, you just can't come in today and say, "Oh, babe, give me a thousand dollars so I can turn this into ten thousand dollars." <laughs> that's not your. <laughs> that's not 
with your area of expertise, honey. <laughs> You're no. like, don't worry about it. I'm about to show you something. Just try something. Hit me with it. Don't worry about try, it, sweetheart. <laughs> try me. Don't worry about and it. Then, and then when you say no, he'll be like, this is what I'm talking about. This is how I had no, I'm not <laughs> in this relationship. I am not a man. You don't let me be. A and man. I'm going to sit there looking just like this. <laughs> in this situation, no. <laughs> I have executive powers to say no. Um, but I always say I cannot be ride or die. Huh? As I always say I cannot be ride or die. I need to know where we ride and why we got to die. And you know there's a different route that we can go. I just want to be die. your rider. I don't want to crash and burn. I want exactly. to be your rider. And being your rider means sometimes you might not have the full picture and I'm supposed to be the one to help you put all of the dots together so mm -hmm. that the plan that you have comes full circle and it comes to fruition and it plays out the way that you want it to play out with minimum bumps along the way. Mm -hmm. And I'm also supposed to be your rider that if there are bumps that arise along the way, that I'm here to help you figure it out. Exactly. Not against you, not fighting against you. We're in this thing together. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, this goes back to the comment that you both agreed upon with giving your spouse a safe place to talk about any and everything. If there are bumps that, you know, arise along the way, you got to be comfortable to come and tell me, babe, this ain't working out the way that we planned for. What What's our next move? Right. Exactly. Because if I come home and ball and say I sold the house, <laughs> I'm going to be like, wait a minute, how did we get there? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like, well, what are you saying? <laughs> no, I was about to say, I'm like, hey, no, I'm gonna you? say, Mimi saying, because I'm not taking her either. But uh, oh lord, you better you stop playing with Mimi like me. that. <laughs> she chose her side. <laughs> oh, so this is a jealous comment. So, you a hater, reckless. But you that's a hater. I, that's why I create a safe space so he won't make dumb decisions. Because that would be a dumb, unless you're going to surprise me and be like, I got something 10 times big, two at least three times bigger, and you don't have to move anything. But if I got to pack a box, you need to discuss it with me. You know, I've seen videos, and I don't know how true they are, but I'm just saying I've seen videos of men. I actually know someone whose husband actually went and, like, she didn't know what was happening. And he went and purchased the house while her name wasn't on, I believe, the note. It's on the deed. Mm -hmm. So if something was to happen to him, the house, you know, goes to her. While she, financially, she's not responsible for it mm -hmm. while he's here. Um, and she was cool with it. She was. I mean, if I come home and the, and the stuff is, you know, I have, it has to be a plan A, B, C, D. Anybody that knows me knows you. you. So if I come home and the everything is packed up the next thing i'm expecting for you to do is drive me to the the next house that you know that i wanted that i specifically told you what i'm looking for in my next purchase now if you drive me to a little red home that has like one bathroom and all that stuff i'm gonna just i'm gonna die <laughs> right in that one bathroom <laughs> that's the key though it's respecting and knowing what your partner wants. I know most people don't like her right now, but when I read Will Smith's book, he has a part where he says that he went out and bought this compound 
that he wanted to give Jada. And his brother told her before it happened. And she was like, please let him know I don't want that house. I'm going to be in that alone. And he said, I dreamed of this house um, ever since I was, you know, a kid. I, wa I, I watched Dallas and I remember her riding up on a horse for breakfast. And that's what I envisioned my life to be. And it turned out to be a house she wasn't happy in. And I always say, don't give me a gift that you think I should have. If you're going to give me a gift, consider me in it. Because there is some there is some rim, I don't know what it is, that a house is too big for me. I think the one we're in right now is too small. But, you know, there are cars that don't go out and buy me a Benz. I don't want a Benz. I want um, a BMW. But oftentimes, we're supposed, women are put in a position of you should be grateful because I did this for you. Um, and so, no, I want you to talk to me, communicate, know me. Marla know what kind of car to come in here with. He ain't going to do it, but he know what will make me happy. No, you don't know what he got planned. <laughs> I know that I know that man is my point. <laughs> now, I know he will come in here with some sort of snack and say, look what I got you. But I know that he not going to come with that Escalade. <laughs> he's gonna say go ahead and trade your car and get that yourself but that's a part of knowing my spouse I don't expect those things from him anybody who knows me knows I like peach roses I'm not looking for Marlon to give them to me I'm eight years in he ain't did it yet I'm don't not him. you don't know what he about to do <laughs> I know my husband look text by in there texting him right now just in case he is watching is watching, then maybe I'll get it. But I know my husband. Yeah, between him, we know each other. Time's about to text him right now. Yo, we know he gonna be like, it's raining. He was like, if, I don't you, know get, if you get flowers, please post it and tag me. <laughs> I will, but don't hold your breath for that. <laughs> I want y'all to know every birthday, people be like, did you get those flowers? First of all, I don't want flowers on my birthday. Second of all, you know damn well I ain't get them flowers. You go ahead and send them. <laughs> but that's because I know I know who I married and I'm happy with that. I go out and buy my own roses. <laughs> that too. But I, yeah, I don't think that's there's nothing wrong with that. Going out and buying the stuff that you like. Mm -mm. You know. Exactly. And I, go, I want those roses in here. I go get them myself. I will die holding my breath. But like I said, I know I bought some gum. I bought a different set of gummy bears. My husband walked in the room and said, "Oh, you like that brand?" I said, "Yes, it'll be." In what I'm a post is that bag of gummy bears that he bring in here. Y'all is terrible because I know my husband. I, as soon as he walked out the room, I said, "This bag is full to the top. He gonna go buy another bag." At least you got the gummy bears, and when you run out of it, you got another bag. But the point is, is that it is that I know him. I understand. He understand. We know what we can and can't do. Yeah. Hey, cool. I like. I'm gonna keep him now. Don't worry. The mic. Flavor love can't get me at this point. <laughs> Not for two million. Oh, he gotta keep us. He gotta keep us too. But if Diddy calls. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to fight Young Miami standing up there talking about some go poppy. Uh, he going to say, I take you to church. We go on dates. 
sit over there while I go hang out with Toya. <laughs> That's the only way to bring a third man into this relationship. <laughs> oh, I'm, man. I'm lying. I'm sorry. I can't. Silly. Well, Toya, thank you for joining us tonight. These were some good hot topics. A lot happening. And that ain't even all Huh? I said thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Always. Yeah, yeah. Um, let everybody know where they can find you again and you know the podcast and all that good stuff. You can find me on Instagram. I believe it's Miss Toya with a H. Facebook, it is LaToya Ravens Girl White. And I'm a member of the Shop Podcast. You can find us in the group at the Shop Podcast. And our Facebook page is Shop DMV. And we are live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. ish. Ish. Depends on when I hit the button. I'm going to change our advertisement to 7 p.m. ish. <laughs> I always say, they be posting stuff like 545. I'm like, y'all have lied to these people. I won't even be done setting up the 602. <laughs> so I would ish. Yeah, I'm going to do that. All right. Well, that's what's up. I don't, we got to see when we come back on. We don't know. But we had a, a really good meeting to get our schedule in line. And she lost the note. I was sick, horribly sick. It was terrible. I was in here. She just wasn't a good picture. Remember that? Yeah. And first of all, <laughs> <laughs> mind your business because it wasn't that. She started to take notes and then she erased them because I normally take the notes. <laughs> so now we have to figure out. Now we got to have another meeting. <clears throat> but we'll be back. We'll be back on Monday because we had two two Mondays off. We'll be back on Monday. We're gonna we're gonna talk. I think I had a nail appointment. Now why would you make a nail appointment on a Monday? That's all that was available. I'm coming to the tell <laughs> tell what's her name. We're going to do it from the shop. Yeah, tell, <gasps> tell us about your business. What is this? <laughs> Who does your nails, Nicole? Um, Tanea. She, Nay Nicole. Okay. I'll like, be posting her sometimes, but she out. Um, What is that? Is that Parkville? You know, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know. Yeah. It's... I thought our colors looked similar. Oh, yeah, they did. Uh huh. I seen them the other day. You had posted them. I'm oh, yeah. to but I'm trying to wait. All right. Okay. Well, we will see y'all, as she say, next week. So, tentatively next week. <laughs> next week. Next week ish. Next week ish. <laughs> see you. Love you, Bye. Love y'all more.